passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Bubba the Love Sponge, and cheers to 2022 and the resolutions that you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Sounds good to me, huh? And our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop in 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and insert promo code Bubba for 20% off and free shipping. You know, a grooming routine isn't complete without applying Crop Preserver and Crop Reliever before showing off your brand new 2022 self. These unique formulations take care of the smelliest part of your body and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year. To complete your set, Manscaped threw in the new Shed Travel Bag and the anti-chafing boxer briefs all as free gifts to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. Get 20% off and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use promo code Bubba. I'm not afraid of them. He can smell fear and apprehension. Why don't you just leave him alone, home wrecker? One triple eight sixty nine Baba. We now return to the Bubba the Love Sponge Show. You guys can bring in Bob Saget if you want. Bring on, bring in Bob. Uh, Bob's gonna be on white, correct? <laughs> white. Yes. Bob Saget at the Improv uh, tonight. And I think, uh, what, probably probably two shows tonight. Um, the Improv always works these people to the bone. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe two shows tonight, two on Saturday, and then usually the Improv tries to get squeeze another one out of you on Sunday. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Now, Bob being a big-time star may not let him do that. He's probably got writers and, and writers and things like that going on. So anyway. You know, he's going to sit in the middle uh, seat. He said he's a little more comfortable there. So oh. go ahead. Could you turn that mic on? Yeah, I got it on. As close to you as possible. What's up, Bob Saget? How are How you, bud? much? I like this. This is like the great and powerful Oz. It is like that. Right? Now, I can, now, I can stand up if I want like this. I uh, like it. Uh, but I got Now, you say I got a bar. I got a bar behind you here. Full-blown bar. It's absolutely beautiful. And, I, and then when we, have, when we have bands in, Bob, we have a full-blown stage there. That is amazing. We have an on-air shower for when we have girls. They're over. It's over here. Or a guy that just smells like package. So right. you got to clean it up. Right. And we just got done doing. Uh, we had a uh, we had a, a fabricator here. Let me see here. You had a wheel of fortune thing happen. Yeah, we have a. We have, it's going to be Bubba's wheel of torture. That's hilarious. And we're going to put inserts in there. Spin it once, Hurricanes. You could put hamsters in that and put that inside Ralphie May. You could. We, and we, actually, we it would actually that. fit inside him. Yep, yep, yep. And am so, I distorting or am I okay? No, you're, no you I, I think. Oh, I had you a little hot. I had you a little hot. I've been told I'm a little hot, but that's who's yeah. Bob, the ultimate professional, knows headphone levels second to none. Yep. Uh, not a lot of people would know that, uh, but but Bob would. I know them better than a nun is what you're saying. 
Now, I, supposedly you're single I, nowadays. I am single. The word's out. I don't know what brought that on me, uh, talking about a single nun. Is it is it the first time in a while? It has been. I've been uh, I was underwater and having a nice time for three years, and then <laughs> my wings have been clipped, and I'm uh, I am out. Now, are you single? And I said I was wasn't even supposed to come to uh, Tampa, and then a couple months ago I said what to my agent? What 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 would be a nice place to go that's warm and mm-hmm. the ladies are nice, and I've had nice responses, and he goes Tampa. Well, they, I, they called us Trampa. I don't, That's what a lot of people call it, because the never, women are real loose around here. Never thought about that. There's a I, lot I brought, of whores around town. Yeah. Really? I brought yeah. a case of Imodium and some antibiotic cream. So That's I figured, a good idea. And we got it, this new spray that our urologist was here yesterday <laughs> that desensitizes your penis as well. I've had that. That, that's, that's what I call a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> now, were you single or uh, involved when you shot Entourage? I was single at that time. Oh, see, that's a good pick right see, there. See, it brings out the uh, it brings out the longing in me. Because mm-hmm. Entourage, I gotta tell you, man, I, I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna be dumb. I'm not gonna be dumb by saying that's your breakout role because it's stupid to say that. But I really liked the character. Well, I think it's really that's probably you, to be honest. It's with you. part me. I was out with my ex girlfriend, and we were sitting at the pool, and I was in a robe and hadn't shaved, and I was smoking a cigar, and she said, "You know, I gotta tell you, you you really are like that." Entourage character. This is a little bit disturbing. Did and you then take I that start- as a compliment, though? I did. I did. You should. And I, yeah. And I walked around. I strutted a lot. But it, it really didn't get me nothing that day, truthfully. You know, and the thing about it is, for years, you know, you always played, you know, of course, of course, uh, Danny, uh, Full House. and Danny, then, uh, it, Yeah, no, and that's a role. You know, you look at certain, in television, if you have success, which I've been blessed with a couple things, they're, and they're A family. couple things. Yeah, I mean, huge things. I mean, and, come and on the, now. You, never, you really don't have to work again. Let's be honest. Well, I do, because I did those things. Um, <laughs> just as an artist alone. So, but, but, uh, for yourself, uh, not for money. Well, no, not for, for money and for, uh, everybody needs money, but you also ha- do it because you want your, I am an artist. That's well, you're trying to prove your, at sounds. this point you're trying to prove a prove a point. This is me, and that was not me. I had to well, get paid, and I don't even prove it. I it's not I'm, it's not my motivation to prove a point. It's just to do work that I think is really funny and that I love. Well, so. you do, but you're so, I almost well, of course, being a guy, you might uh, be right. You're 17 feet taller than me. Right? I uh, you're, I you're, well, I'm on the Enterprise, and I'm in sick bay right now. I'm, I'm, really is. I'm in sick bay, and you are up on the deck, ready to beam have, to a. Have planet. you ever ever seen? You've done a lot of radio, including Howard, a good friend of ours. You've yep. never seen anything like this, now, have you? No, never. They're evil. Empires never put people this low. Uh, but uh, this is the evil. Empire, what I'm saying is, too. I really like. I really re- now see. I didn't like you on America Home, the funniest videos at all. Because well, you had, and I would have been good friends. Then. They had you. <laughs> I, they had you so corned up. But I know that uh, you were just getting straight paid. Well, it's, well, it's, I wrote it too, and I did all the voices. Oh, look out! Look yeah. at me. You know, is is it was seven it, uh, seven o'clock at night for most of the country. Seven o'clock on a Sunday night. Prime if you're going to come out doing the kind of stuff I do in my normal stand-up, or actually then I didn't even have it evolved to where I no. I have it now, you would be thrown off the air, and, and they'd probably put a laser on you and just disintegrate you. But I was very fortunate that it was uh, over when it was didn't over. Didn't you work both? Like, you were on Full House and doing the, yes. the yeah. home videos like, at the same time. 80-hour weeks of two-dimensional uh, characters. So now, let me ask you a question, Bob. What would, your, what would your act, when you, like, from, like, I think 89 to, like, 95... You did both uh, Full House and America's Funniest Home Videos. Yes. What would your day give us? Like an average day for you at that point? Like, well, at that time we didn't have great internet. You'd have to plug in in order to fax someone. So I'd be sitting in my car driving from uh, Columbia Studios, which became Sony Studios, right, and, and then drive all the way to that was for the uh, video show, and then I'd 
drive to Warner Brothers and I'd be riding in the car, which is really dangerous. At least there was no texting then. You didn't have a driver? (laughs) I did sometimes, but then it was every day and I just didn't realize it and I would just be writing and, uh, we know, there were lights. It was typing. (laughs) It's not like texting. It's like typing on a, on a computer. What would be like, uh, your, you know, what would, where would you be first in the morning? Like what time would you wake up and where would you go? I'd start around seven in the morning. I'd go through videos of that people have shown me of people getting hit in the nuts and old, old so you people. didn't have handlers do that you had to do I that? had the they sent me they sifted me the the beauty of the, oh, pot, okay. the pile the, right. I, I went through only the finest of dung as we right. sift through <laughs> right the and, finest of American white trash stupidity <laughs> then we'd take it and we'd write it and it's fifty five pages a week and we wrote uh, oh nine years of it eight oh. years of it and then I would watch the videos and voice to them and basically be just a rip off of Mel Blanc. Oh, look out! You know, yeah. just, uh, so you did. You, so you did all the pre the pre production with the Zwinks video yeah, deal and all that stuff. I even put in my own boinks because I didn't want to hear it. So well, plus know. I mean, at the end of the day, you're, at this point, you are running the whole deal. So I got to think that that's just that much more money. I mean, you don't have the less handlers you have to take from the pie. Well, that the doesn't more. work that way. Well, I just, and I wasn't an exec producer for the show. It was a good, a really good experience. It taught me a lot about production. I know how to do things. You know, I'm trying to set up. To direct a movie right now we're making offers and that comes from knowing believe it or not how to make production on a television show so and so and then and then um so that lasts to what about noon uh i can't even give you the time frame anymore because it didn't never stop because it was always changing because networks are always giving you notes and then the full house was like a good job sitcoms people always tell you if they complain about the hours of a sitcom they're kind of crazy a hybrid sitcom, you know, nowadays they'll shoot a single camera. This is a really boring interview. It's my fault. No, no hold on. No, I'm, no people, hold no. on. And then I got busted. Bob, don't, don't, be saying, don't be saying it's a boring interview. And then I got busted for that overage, an overage singing group. It was, <laughs> I got busted for being got getting 90-year-old women drunk. Well, I don't know. I don't remember that. Yeah. No, it didn't happen. I was just trying to do a oh, sidebar. You're there. trying to add some flavor I'm to like, the interview. I'm like, hold on. I'm checking my notes. I don't no, see the. Normally, you hear a guy. I don't know, see the under, great grandma. Uh, yeah, know. it's normally underage girls, but I just wanted to make like this exciting. Like an orgy exciting. with the uh, Golden Girls type of thing. Yeah, yeah. Golden Girls uh, orgy. Uh, you know. yeah, he had an orgy with the gold with with Madge and the Golden hey, Girls. Blanche is pretty hot. Wasn't she the hot one? Blanche? Yeah, I, I hit on her once. I was on a show called Make Me Laugh, and Rue McClanahan I was the hot that. one, and she was kind of hot. She yeah. had a good sexual thing going. When I met her, I could hear one of her eggs dropping. Now, what about Betty White? <laughs> I'm sorry? Betty White? Betty would White you, is a wonderful, Man, wonderful she woman. She invented awesome. herself, has No, she I would not. I'm just trying to get um, into my own. I, I'm not even anywhere near my single. own decades. Well, so. listen, Bob, second, i got to tell you, though, as, as powerful as you are in L.A., you can only imagine how powerful she is, Betty but, White. I mean, she could just put her blessing on you, and you'd be even more of a star. Yeah, as long as she keeps that Febreze going and get rid of that. Uh, I'm sure she's delightful. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard you think, so. You think Betty White still gets after it? I think she has to do high maintenance, especially when you're uh, of, of that age. Yeah, I think she's got to, because when you get older, my, she's mo- got a fluffer, maybe? my mother's, you can get a fluffer. My mother's 88 and she, uh, you know, she's always getting UTIs, which I thought she was just riding a mower around the house. Right. I didn't yeah, know what it was. You know, it's heavy equipment. It's uh, It is heavy equipment, which she's got. <laughs> your so mom. It's personal, but she keeps it clean, apparently. There's I'm extra sure. stuff that happens. Is your mom still a Philadelphia woman? No, she lives in Philadelphia. I'm sorry. No, she lives exactly where you said. No, she lives in <laughs> In Brentwood, not far from uh, me. She's in the Holy Land. So you brought her out? I brought her out years ago, like 20 years ago. And we've had a rough life. We had, uh, she lost two daughters. And uh, she really? actually lost four children in her life. So I'm kind of the guy that makes, makes her happy. Wow. Really? Oh, I, was, I give her fun activities. I'm doing a big uh, 
I'm on Jimmy Kimmel on Monday promoting a benefit I'm doing with Scleroderma Research Foundation. Yeah, you're big in that because yeah. your sister passed away. My that, sister right? passed away. It's her daughter. It's a, it's so, a cooking deal, isn't it? No, they just do great food because it's the two hot tamales. But it's going to be Jimmy Kimmel doing the auction with me, and then stand up. Jimmy's good guy. He's great, and then stand up comedy by Bill Bellamy and Jeff Garland and Jeff Ross and uh, Craig Jeff Ross. and Craig Kirk. Craig Ferguson, which is really great. Oh, Jeff Garland's and very funny. I love he's, him. he's an angel. They're all great people. Bob Saget uh, in the studio. Of course, you know Bob. We have to tell you, Bob's, uh, you know where he's been and what he's doing. He'll be at the Improv, uh, um, which is probably twice. No, we're not done. We got a long time to this go. This is yet, fun. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. So I, don't, Bob, I don't have anywhere to go. I just want to talk to you. I've never yeah. even seen this configuration. I so, feel like I when it's over, I get beamed to another world. <laughs> Thank you. you might. We have one of those. Remember those things on Bugs Bunny that had like a big boxing glove and it came out of nowhere and hit you in the mouth? <laughs> yeah, that's what we got right in front of you. Don't even. No, he's going to come here. Fine by me. Uh, Bob Saget, he'll be, I think, I'm assuming two tonight, two Saturday. Do they squeeze another one out on you on Sunday? No, I can't do Sunday. That's why I did last night, which was remarkable, because I got to do Kimmel on Monday. So oh, I, okay. I can't travel that tight. And then uh, I'm on Kimmel because I'm promoting a new uh, stand-up special. I did a new hour, and it's on May 10th on Showtime at 10 p.m., and, and I'm excited about that. So Speaking of Showtime, HBO and all that world, what is it? You know, I'm huge. I was huge into Entourage. I'm huge into Dexter. Uh, I'm huge. I got. I just got done with Homeland, and now I'm halfway through uh, Breaking Bad. And none uh, of it is stuff we want to watch where things are going okay. No, <laughs> yeah, of no, it's not. all doom and gloom. But like uh, this guy you, can cure people. No, don't give me that. I want to see you, a guy eating a man. What are you? What, what are you like? You know, you a big a big TV guy. What are you into? Like I always ask. You know, people on television, what are you into? A lot of people are into Dexter. A lot of people are into Homeland. I know, right. I know Howard's into Homeland as well. Right. Are, I got into Homeland doing? a little bit, but not much. I, I love Breaking Bad, but it started, and then I, it's hard to invest me in something because I'm, I'm working so hard. I mean, I'm writing a book that's due in January with Harper Collins as my as my producer, so i got to move it, you know. So and wait, this is, Now, this is your second book, isn't it? This is That was a picture book, the first one. That right. you, you flatter me by knowing things because you have too much information. Well, but I, I do actually, my research. He didn't, he didn't know this that. Is a, this is a book that is, uh, the one that's coming out is about death and how comedy intersects death. And so it's about my family experiences. It's about Rodney Dangerfield and Richard Pryor. And it's also about how when I'm writing a book that the laptop is on my lap. And my testicles are overheating throughout the process. So it's kind of a That's first. Be the best part. It's a first-person riff. It just riffs and riffs and riffs, and it takes a lot of time. But in the meantime, the, one of the things that's the most prevalent is my stand-up is having its time right now. That it just you know things come in waves and uh, and so right of, now you're kind of in the era of stand-up. I'm in the era of stand-up, and I'm also I'm taking a few dates. I'm playing Bonnaroo in a couple months. I'm. Um, you know, things that I really want to do. I'm doing as many hipster gigs as I can. So this the, coming here to the Tampa Improv is a great place to try out. Well, plus the bitch factor. You know, we, we've kind of completely fluffed, fluffed over the fact that this town has, and I know you're single now. I am. Uh, and this town is, you know, called Trampa for a reason. People like, you know, friends of ours, Bob Polly Shore. And, you know, a lot of these guys who come through town say, man, the ass factor of Tampa. But I don't want to have something that was on them on me. That's No, the you other don't thing. want anything that Polly's had at all. You no, know, you, you want to stay go so to far a, away from that. You want to meet a girl and then say let's just stop by the clinic for a minute and get some tests and right. then uh, or just condom up or just hug each other or and watch a show suit, just act like a married couple you know where you're missing. boardwalk empire on yeah, tonight right? you know where you're missing the boat now i hate to tell you what to do with your life go ahead hit but, me. You're, but you're but i mean uh, if i was you yeah obviously you have your own stuff going on you got a lot of money you're a big time star well you know but you do get trumped in looks and the, the bitch the bitches love you factor by one of your best friends and at this point, all you had to do was just take some of his uh, some of his hand me downs. Um, of course, I'm talking about 
John Stamos. Yeah, but I, mean, I don't want. Point, I know his hand me downs. He's clean. We talk he's all clean. the time. I just saw him last weekend. He is John's uh, clean, clean ish. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and I remember looking one day in the locker room at the old Full House thing, right. and I could have sworn that was a scrubbing bubble at the end of that thing. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Oh there God. is something. I don't know if it was a, some kind of wart or I don't know. A gross. He is, I tell you, I met John at Howard's wedding. Yep. Uh, for the first time, I uh, he had him on the air a couple times, but you know, I, I was so blessed to be invited to Howard's wedding, and John was there. And I'm not a I'm not a gay man, but I even as a man say, wow, that's a good look. I can see why all the women go insane over this guy because he's in you know he's a he's an attractive man, and he knows it, and that's endearing. <laughs> and I just saw he did. I think it was. A, didn't he do a television commercial? I mean, a uh, he, Super Bowl commercial. He did the yogurt one. For oh, Yo- Greek play yogurt. yogurt. Now, what does that? I mean, Bob. He, if he I could, always has that dripping out of his mouth. He's always got a yogurt type texture. If yeah. you would. Uh, let me ask you a question, Bob. What does something like that pay? Like, you know, I don't know. Well, I know I don't you don't know. know, but could you guess? I mean, could, anywhere what, from a hundred grand to a million dollars is my guess. Oh, I got to think a hundred grand's way low. Well, I was just way, way low as the girl he was dating. But I I'm mean, just trying to find. You, can't you give your your one of your best friends a little bit more than that? I mean, you, you just completely jobbed him out for a hundred grand. That's I don't John know. Stamos. I, I'd, I'd say half a million bucks. I really don't know. I mean, you guys are both single right now. Are you and well, Stamos ex- just getting after it? Together? We actually I mean, go out together. We hang out together. I'm actually telling a story. About it on uh, on Kimmel on uh, boy, can you imagine Monday. the girl that was a part of that three way? A Bob Saget. No, I don't. We don't. I don't do three ways. It's too much multitasking. You know, I'm a monogamous guy. I need one it's too person. Much work. Well, monogamous I, is still with if another guy's involved, is still not cheating. I guess, isn't it? <laughs> well, I just don't want to look at a guy. I don't want to. You just don't I mean, want to get be in the same room as naked ass John Stamos. At the end I don't want to be looking in his eyes while I'm finishing <laughs> up. It yeah. just it, as far as I'm concerned, I've gone gay at that point. You're so. just a little, t- a little too close for your comfort. Look, he was. Uncle Jesse, I was Danny. It just seems yeah. it just seems wrong for the family. I if I had to look in anybody's guy, guy's eyes, though, in a three way, it would be John Stamos. Well, that yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, if I mean, boy, this show's really taking an interesting gay twist. Yeah. But, I would uh, change the show, go back in time, have it John Stamos and me and Roy Orbison. His eyes, I would look in, you know, because Roy Orbison, right? Because he can't, he won't tell what happened. He doesn't know that Stephanie drove her car through the kitchen because he's blind. So I think that's helpful. Oh, there you go. So, but you never now now. So while most, you know, like most guys are probably on the plane flying first class, like the way Bob Saga rolls with their laptop or iPad watching, you know, Dexter or Homeland, you're writing your book right now, I'm assuming. I'm trying to, except last uh, yesterday night I flew in and got in yesterday morning. The whole plane had decided to take an Ambien altogether, and the whole plane uh, passed gas on me, the entire plane. That's brutal. So I kept me awake. I didn't fall asleep. And the guy in front of me was also not aware that there was a person behind him, so he tried to bend the seat, yeah. throwing himself <laughs> against it. He tried to get it. an extra two inches to actually bend the metal. It was he was bending it. He was thro- he was throwing himself, flailing himself <laughs> to give my legs less. Uh, but at the end, I was like my left foot. My uh, my foot was hobbled. And you're a lot barely... taller than I was. I mean, you're pretty tall. What are you I'm, six four? I'm six four, but I was six two after this flight. Bad. <clears throat> it was really unfair. And the man next to me was very angry that he has a bladder. So we had to, uh, you know, we, I drank. He drank like water or something. But I had to go to the bathroom before him, and he looked at me like I, oh, yeah. I'd killed his cat. You know, right? Just one time, right? And uh, no, we did it twice. It was a two-time exercise on a four and a half hour flight. But <laughs> right. it all it all worked out pretty well. I mean, you're getting a little older. Us, us older guys have to pee in the middle of the night well, a couple I, times. I drink a lot of uh, of liquid, so I had a couple ginger ales, and I was like, I want to go pee. I don't want to keep it in here. Are and you a Krispy Kreme <laughs> donut fan? Well, I am. If I hold in my pee long enough, that's what comes out of me. It's Krispy Kreme. <laughs> Damn right. Anyway, we have. Krispy 
Krispy. We catered, it, we catered in some Krispy Kreme, and I'd be in a fat ass. I'd just go crazy over Krispy Kreme. Oh, uh, they're a good donut. I won't. I can't argue with did that. Did you like our green room? Did you like that? I loved it. It was much nicer. You said go to the green room. I did, and it was like, this is relaxing. I could get too relaxed in here, and then I would never be able to do anything. Uh, I'd want to live in your green room. Yeah. Now, now are, Is that where the Band-Aid girls come, the ones that are in love and, and fascinated by this show? Do you get groupies that just are here? Well, I married one one time, and that cost me a lot <laughs> yeah, of money. Yeah, that worked out well for you, didn't but, it? Uh, where but, is she now? Uh, I don't know. She's getting alimony, but I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, no, we don't. I think I'm beyond. I Back in the day when I used to run this town, uh, with a loose pussy, I, uh, I, uh, I <laughs> it's an expression. You ran used. this town with a loose, you yeah. said you had, is that, you didn't have one. No, I'm just, I just an expression that we use. Uh. I used to probably get a little bit of a groupies back in the day, but boy, that's really, that's really dried up. Speaking of which, do you get, I mean, like when you're flying in first class and stuff, do, do you get a lot of, uh, you know, looky-loos? O- offers? I get looky-loos. I mean, I get TMZ when I get off a plane, but right. when I, yeah, if I wear a hat. they up, too, the Yeah, they know that you're on, because they tell people who's flying. Right. But when I, but also, I'm wearing a hat and sunglasses, so I look, when I get off a plane, I might as well go fishing. You know, people I don't, know. don't Bob really. Bob Saget's got pretty much a distinctive look. I got to think that that, you know, 40-year-old cougar, you know, uh, really uh, is a Bob Saget fan, would really just throw it out there for you. I think if she really liked me, it'd be like the Twilight Zone movie from years ago where I look out the window and she's on the wing. Oh, you yeah, know? like this? <laughs> yeah, she's like on mushrooms at that point. Oh, that'd be so cool to have a gargoyle girlfriend. Ooh. She's wow. my, she's you might my, find one here in Tampa. She's my gargoyle. Some lady at the end of my show last night, that improv, and I haven't been there in, since I, 2004, apparently. I played... I guess a hard rock here or something, and I yeah. played yeah. another pl- venue here, and I know it's, I've, we talked to each other before because of that. Yeah, I had you on the air uh, via phone. Yep. But yep, I yep. so much more, not that I'm a homo, but I so much more enjoy your in-studio appearance because well, we can really get into it. It's really sweet because I am more homoed by being in here. It's Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. I mean, it's well, uh, very cool. To plus, you, you can take a shower if you like. You and can yeah. get on the hamster wheel. Play like play there's, right. I, there's enough you red play light. guitar. You are a guitar player. Could, you are known for your guitar skills. Really? So. In my, well, my new HBO special has, and they don't work in the morning on the radio, trust me, because I'm a professional. Oh, I'd love to have a little acoustic set with Bob Saget. I don't know if any other radio person in the world could say they'd done that. But there are five new songs on this HBO, uh, HBO on this HBO special that's on <laughs> that's Showtime. On Showtime. Right. Showtime appreciates that. <laughs> that's so what I'm nice. talking about, right? And uh, so it's uh, that thing airs um, May 10th. Have I mentioned that? May and 10th uh, at 10 p.m. And then it goes straight to, believe it or not, a week later, DVD and they're still making CDs. They're making CDs still physical. And a you, week you, later? I got a, I got a, I got a, um, I got a trivia question for you. Go ahead. Uh, only because I spent four years here. Uh, in college, where do all the the compact discs that are made in America? Where do you, what city are they made in? Uh, Des Moines, Terre Haute, <laughs> Terre Haute, Indiana. That's an interesting thing. Terre Haute, Terre Haute Indiana. And yes. did they become landfill? That's another question. No, but they still do. I know. A company, they st- you're right, though. They still make CDs. Yeah, they have to. And you would thought they would have been gone. I thought yeah. there would have been yeah. a smaller chip that we would use. Well, remember they yeah. tried to do the mini disc thing, and, yeah. that, and that never worked out. And it, it just looked silly. It looked it like does. someone your kid played with. It looked like an oversized book of matches almost. Well, was that, exactly. It was, was. It also was a thing that Barbie's Funhouse when she had her own record player yeah that was that size so it just makes you feel like geez i'm not barbie i just want to listen to music have you ever played terra hood before i have i just don't recall Uh, yeah so you i did not inhale yeah of course indiana is pretty rough buddy i'm not i'm not a big road guy i only go to places like this was i i got uh i wanted i'm single i said hey i want to go enjoy some place that's hot 
then temperature is 80 degrees, and I've been here before. With loose women. Uh, well, I'm not, you know, what am I going to do with a loose woman, really? Well, I mean, I think you're downplaying it a little bit. I think at the end of the day, if you had a couple little crickets, uh, you know, waiting for you, uh, you know. After crickets the- is different because they bring them, you bring them into your room and they just rub their legs together. You don't even have to do anything. The friction alone is hot, but, <laughs> um, you know, but if, and you always have your conscience being your guide. I'm not, I haven't been with anybody in, in years because this is a per. I mean, it's funny when you're with somebody, you don't even look up. You just, you know, when a girl comes into the restaurant, you don't look around like, wow. Look That's at the that. way it's supposed to be. Because you're a good man. You're a good man. I am. And, that, you know, I wouldn't kick her out of bed. That's the other attitude where you walk yeah, in and all of a sudden your radar's back up. So I've, I've learned the hard way. I wasn't always a good man. Is it uncomfortable like when women come up to you like at airports and like, you know, you got to get this. He tries to downplay you. it, which means, yeah, like which means look, hold on, Tara, which means like, he's getting a lot. When you downplay it, it's like somebody who's got a lot of money. Bob Saget's got a lot of money, but he's never going to talk about it. I heard him not want to talk about it on Cowhead Show yesterday. So he I brought gets a, it. I brought it in a U-Haul. It's outside. He gets oh, okay. a he gets a lot of women. That's why he doesn't want to talk about it. I haven't had any women since this breakup. When's the last time you got laid, Bob? You're stuttering a little bit. I think. Well, because that's personal. I refuse to answer that question, but I haven't had any. I've been with anyone. Had that sounds even worse. Yeah, play. I've been. I'm a monogamous miss man, and I am uh, a bit, uh, you know, a little melancholy over it. Uh, Is it but weird it, it though when they like approach you? And... Did you break up with her, or she break up with you? That's too personal. Are you broken up? Or are you together? No, I'm. I actually got a new girl. And a new He's girl. probably going to screw it up though. Where, um, where'd you get her? Uh, I have been her friend for 11 years, but we never did anything. So the sex must be off the hizzle. Well, yeah, when we do. I'm old, uh, but uh, she's from Missouri. Ah. And uh, she's uh, 31. Show me state. Does she show them? Yeah. No, she's she's real conservative. Uh, you know, I've been usually with loose whores. Right. And uh, I really, uh, over, over my history is with women who like to really throw it out there to friends and family. And so. How'd that work out for <clears> you? Not very well. They and, throw themselves out to your family as well? Well, no, I'm just making that up. Well, that's not good. Friends, definitely. That. Uh, but anyway, right. at the end of the day, uh, this one's very conservative in that matter, and she's you know awesome. She's beautiful, and I'll never. I mean, I'm way above the rim. I'm I'm a five foot ten fat ass uh, who has a decent little job here in Tampa, niche oriented at best. And this bitch has got it going on. I mean, she's beautiful. So, but she loves you because she doesn't hear you put yourself down that much. Right? No. Uh, no. Well, I don't know. She probably does, but you know, she still loves me. She can see through. Uh, the crap, but so, so well you, because also you're you're sitting forty feet in the air, and so she knows that you have some kind con- of our house is configured that she can't see me like this as well. We just have a, pretty <laughs> much an needs, audio relationship. Yeah. So basically, she's living with the emperor of Shrek. <laughs> right, exactly. She's upstairs. I'm downstairs, and there's really never a lot of visual because I'm you, not a, I'm not a visual. You know, radio's been good to me because it's it's not visual, and right. I'm, I'm a non I'm yes. a very much a non visual man. Some people choose to use a sensor too. But you have a you have like a bat pole that you would slide from upstairs, and she'd just be laying at the bottom, you know, all ready to go, and you just Bob go sliding down I think, the pole. Bob, I think if we were to do a bat pole thing, that she'd have to be on the pole because I think I would really not be. I don't think I'm. My body's not made for a pole, quite frankly. Uh, how about a slip and slide? You yeah. Do that? yeah, but then I think do I that might with get oil. Some... Put her at the bottom. Just kind of throw yourself like a bowling ball and, and just try to. And make not a... to argue with your slip and slide concept, but then once I get so much inertia going, it's hard to get it stopped as well. I could go through walls at that point as well. Well, then they could maybe have hoses turned on you and ready to push you back That's, that would like almost like almost shamu or something like that i'm very whale exactly or maybe she's doing her little exotic dance around you. she's she, very beautiful she ever do that kind of stuff when yeah, she's exotic it, yeah. you could be sitting on a rain bird just have it turned on and just be rotating in the front yard a rain just, bird you'd be going 
<laughs> went back you know, and forth, the and then she could uh, Bob is please you. Morning drive is just not conducive to having a real um, lustrous sex life because you got to be in bed by nine. Right. You uh, have to be up by four. Well, you can have bed at eight. You can, you can have relations at eight thirty. Yeah, mean, but then it's all planned, and you got if you got a kid. Yeah, yeah all planned and, does not make good sex. Oh, it can't no, be like it. okay, no. I'm ready. Do you yeah. want to do this? That's like no. Uh, no, that's like you order a robot. Probably as busy as you were during the full house. Uh, AF, you know, the America's Home uh, Funniest Deal, you probably had to plan a lot of your, it was either spontaneous groupie love and or planned stuff. The first was probably pretty hot. Well, I'm I'm usually pretty much as, uh, I guess, anal retentive as I appear. I didn't mean that in a sexual way, but as, uh, you know, the reason I could play that character was it's a character, first of all. Right. Uh, but I, but I was exhausted. About pure time, though, it's pure time. Pure time. I can. I could pretty much be on call if I'm not exhausted as needed. You know. Uh, but a lot of times, people don't want to do something before it's if it's not their way of doing things. If they don't want to do it at late at night, if they don't want to do it in the morning, usually guys like it in the morning. I'm a morning guy. Oh, really no, that's am. an automatic that. thing. You've yeah. got it. You, you got, got it. it. You got it on deck. It's ready to go. You wake up. There's a putter. There's a. There's, yeah. a, there's a little tent. <laughs> there's and, a little something something going on there. And if you get the response of, ah, you know what. All guys are like that. This ain't no big deal. Then that's the uh, it's time to uh, walk away. Bob Saget in the studio. Two shows tonight. Two on tomorrow at the Improv <laughs> as well. I'm going to throw it out there right now. Right. Uh, any chicks? Uh, just one triple eight six nine Bubba. Again one eight 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 six nine Bubba. Just straight ass uh, women that admire Bob Saget. He seems like he's a little down on his uh, down on himself right now. Or that. Well, or I'm not down on myself. He's just kind of downplaying. It's hard to be down on myself because if I was, I wouldn't even do the show. Right. Never leave just the be house. in the room. Right. I, I mean, have jokes about that. That, but why go there? Yeah. But it's true. If you, are you a, are you a well hung man, uh, Bob? I knew he was going to ask you. That. Well, I got I, you got to go there. If a guy's going to say that he has jokes about taking care of himself, then you might. Be I able have to take jokes care of that himself. I have jokes that go all over the place. I got to think, Bob. You would, one one thing is I had one joke that I wrote. And I didn't even know what doesn't it does not make sense. It's like uh, I think uh, I'm an insult to all Chinese men everywhere. Now, if I say that, that's an insult. That means a, a small penis joke. So. I'd rather say that I'm, I'm very well endowed. Well, here's what I'm saying. Tara, you're the only woman in here. And women, and you don't lie, even though you're somewhat whorish. Yeah. Uh, don't lie. Right. But nice, women, nice. women size men up. You know that. So, yeah, but I'm not a meat gazer. Well, I'm not saying that you're a meat gazer. But <laughs> if you were to see Bob walking down the mall or whatever, would you think to yourself, wow, that guy's probably got a pretty big penis. Well, first of all, he's a good-looking guy. <laughs> right. He's very, That's very, he's very, very attractive. Sweet. Tall. Yeah, no, very sweet. and, you know, come on. You, it's not like this is the first time you've heard this. This is so cheesy. But you're a tall, good-looking guy, and that's what women wow. like. Let's just face Hold it. Hold on, let me just. Bob, can on, I ask Bob. you to? Can I ask like, you to yeah. settle this? Give me, give me one second. Hold on. Yeah. Okay. He needs a just moment. Pounding it. Can I ask you to settle this dispute for me, Bob? Yeah, I think it's whatever. I, I, I can look. Uh, well, hold on. I, gotta, I, I can gotta, be anything. I gotta have your unabated yeah. attention. For my, my, my girl's on TV right now, and there's and there's weather. But Marina Molina. He's obsessed with this I, chick. I, I, and so Bob, you're a, you know you're a guy like me. Oh, she's the weather girl. Yeah, and, I, and, she, and they're gonna show her here in a minute. She just was on, and I I this is. I worry about a girl like. Because I'm positive she's got a cold front. Well, uh, and it's moving in. I'm looking for more of a high pressure system on mm -hmm. her. But here's the deal: they're gonna go. They're gonna flip it back over. Now this is Fox National, right by in the studios, right Fox by. Fox National means they had to brainwash her to get her on this thing. Well, she's originally from Tallahassee. She, well, she's from from Miami. She's a 
I think a Latin Brazilian kind of girl. Well, she can't be that hot. They're not cutting. Well, yeah. Well, there's some there's some severe weather coming up in the Northeast. So anyway, those Latinos will burn your house down. I'm telling you, you piss her off. We're not talking about left eye Lopez here. Right here. That's your type. I I dated a girl look like that. That is his type. It is. And Maria, we're called an audible. We're going to do the grilled cheese indoors. Give Coyman back her umbrella. Shut up, you cheese ball. (laughs) Now, Bob, what do you think about Maria? Maria I think it's lovely. You know, I'm not a good dater or a J dater or a guy or a sultan that goes, I like her. Bring her to me. You know, I kind of am that. Bring girl on news to me. Bring her to me. Bob is a modern day caveman when it comes to a woman. I got short American Indian that could slander me. I got Tracy. Tracy on the phone from Hudson. Tracy, you're on with Bob. Ready to talk. Hi, Tracy. Hi, how are you? Good. Tell us uh, what, what, what what you got from my boy Bob. Well, what I want to say is, I got to tell you, I never knew how funny Bob Saget was. After the whole, I got to admit, I didn't watch that the show, that the show. But after seeing his HBO special, I was a big fan. I got to tell you, I Thank never you. knew that he had that side of him. I think I think I agree. I think I agree. I think that his HBO stuff and his soon-to-be Showtime thing, which comes, I think, is it May tenth, Bob? May tenth, it goes. Uh, I think that that is even more spectacular because that's Bob, and so it it shows you that one how he is as a guy's guy, but two, it shows you how talented he really was to be able to do what he did in Full House and America's you know uh, video deal in order to you know have a living and 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 establish his career. But this is truly Bob. What you're hearing today and what you're going to see on HBO and on Showtime. So I just think that it even makes him even puts Bob in a different in a whole different talent category and it makes you appreciate Bob uh, for what he had to do in order to get to where he is now. I I, I love Bob. I, Thank I, you. I, this I, is the nicest eulogy I've ever had. <laughs> Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Anyway, Lisa. It's Tracy. Yeah, it'll be me know and again improv. Uh, shout out to you, Bob. You're awesome and keep it up. Thank you. I will do that. Improv uh, two tonight, two tomorrow. Come see Bob in person. Screw seeing him on TV. Uh, witness this phenomenon in person if you could. It is, it is fun on TV. I'm not doing a lot of uh, dates either. I'm doing Bonnaroo when that comes up in a couple months, and I'm doing uh, inter- supply and demand, Bob. Yeah, and I'm trying to do more hipster venues, so I'm doing like real cool things like in Brooklyn. I'm just doing gigs that are a little bit less of uh, hey, it's the House of Blues, and you got barricades, right. people are screaming, and everybody's drunk, which is fun to do, and you make more money at some of that. But I'm Although I am doing Atlantic City at the Borgata, so I'm a complete hypocrite. Uh, Lisa, on with Bob Saget. Lisa, hello. Hello. How you doing? Good. Hello. Tell us, tell us your Bob sta- your Bob Saget uh, theory and or story and or if you want to be with the guy. Oh, uh, yeah. I actually grew up watching him on Full House and never knew how raunchy he was and saw his stand-up comedy, and I love it. I think it, he's great. He's it, makes you even, it makes you even hotter for him, doesn't it? I don't even lie like you do a lot. Yeah, all girls like a funny guy. Have you ever masturbated to Bob Saget? <laughs> all the time. See, no. I knew That's it. That's the nicest thing I've ever heard. I was heard. getting ready to say the same thing. Thank you, Lisa. Tara, have you? Wow. Multiple times. <clears throat> I mean, in fact, you know, I'm such a morning person. It's the first thing I did when I woke up, just knowing he was going to be in So here. when I said, wake up, San Francisco, you I were... I mean, I was like, you know... No, you just did the uh, Jack Black... Uh, I, I did at in, the, in the New Fri- York. Was it the Friars Club? Friars Club. It won't be televised. It was a cooler than the cool, you know, it's an urban myth kind of thing that we did. And they honored Jack and I was the roast master. And it was really, really strong. It was uh, a lot of people got up and spoke. Sarah Silverman, Jeffrey Ross, Artie Lang, my friend, who I directed in Dirty Work. And Artie's very good for no others. Very good. And, he, and he's also doing well now, which makes me really happy. He really you know? is. We actually, we actually had, I think, one of the very first Artie Lang interviews post- uh, his little problem 
Uh, Artie and I are very, very close. Artie came to my wedding uh, when I, that, that, that little thing. I didn't know that. Yeah, Artie came to my wedding. Artie's a oh, very good friend of the show. And He's a great, great I'm person. I'm so happy for him right now. You know, when, when Nick DiPaolo left, yeah. you know, you didn't know. And it seems like Artie's just taken the, the reins and done uh, well, real well. And, and he got that, you know, direct TV deal. So I'm happy for Artie. And I'm, I'm more importantly happy that he's clean. You know what I'm saying? That's the most important mm-hmm. thing. He told me that he's really doing it because he's doing it and he's doing it organic. He seems happy, too. Like, he, he is happy. I met the girl happy. he's dating. And um, it was, the jokes were that, you know, he was supposed to be on my roast on Comedy Central a few years ago. But the didn't one he check Stamos, into rehab or something? He actually wasn't available the night before because he had OD'd. Um, and then they... <laughs> They said, well, he might be okay by morning. We have a private jet waiting for him. And I'm like, well, how is he? (laughs) Thanks for your caring. But we ended up, uh, they said, the phone call was, we can either have Steve Sharipa or Rafi May or Jeff Garland. So they just wanted to take uh, fat jokes, basically, and transfer them to whoever would take them. (laughs) So Jeff Garland just said, I love you, Bob, because you asked me how dry my grandmother was years ago. And uh, so he did it. He's a dear friend since. So. He's a great talent. Well, this is an too. interesting phone call. Bill out of Clearwater has something for Bob as well. Bill, Uh-oh. Bill, hello. What did I do? Hey, how are you? Good. Yeah, I was on the pilot episode of America's Funniest Videos. Oh, you kidding? Was- you were there when we shot the pilot? Yeah, I, I was changing my son's diaper and he peed in my face. Oh, you were. Oh, your video, your <laughs> yeah. actual video. Yes. That's amazing. Have you, now, did you did you win? Did you win the deal, or did you get to Bob Scurry on the money? Some some fat lady that was stuck in the dishwasher beat me out. You know, I Bob, know her, the lady stuck in the dishwasher. That was a big time for that show. Bob, you know, yeah. Bob is the one that picked the winner too. So Bob, no, really I didn't. Bob Don't, didn't do no, you can't make those things up. <laughs> That's right. My producers, you know, what was weird is my producers picked the winners because sometimes they were from like Yugoslavia, and it's like we're not paying that airfare. We yeah. just bought those. Yeah. Clips. Let's, get the guy, let's get the guy from Mississippi to come. Well, that's on that's really cool. That was a great video. Is your son still doing that? Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's trying. It's called fetish yeah, now. It's not cute. It's <laughs> it's no longer cute. It's called a fetish. You got to wear like a visor or something if he's going to do that. Anyway, Bill, yeah. you should come out and try to see Bob. Bobby's two shows at the Improv tonight and tomorrow. You should... Have you ever thought about why your wireless bill is so damn expensive? It's all just radio waves. How much can a radio wave really cost? Seems like wireless got together and decided, I don't know, 100 bucks a month or so. I think the people will buy it. What choice are they going to have? Now, thanks to Mint Mobile, you're going to have a choice, my friend. Right now, Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text for only 15 a month. Mint Mobile's service in comparison to the big providers are is just as crystal clear and just as good. You're just saving a lot of money. For anybody who hates their phone bill, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for only 15 bucks a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Choose from 3, 6, or 12-month plans and say goodbye to that monthly phone bill. Mint Mobile gives you the best rate whether you're buying for one or a whole entire family and at mint family start at two lines use your own phone with any mint mobile plan and keep your same number along with all your existing contacts switch to mint mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free you got to go to mintmobile.com forward slash bubba that's mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. Passion, drive, and patience. 
What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. I'll be there. It'll be all sold out, but we'll give you a special place with your son by the bathroom. I know he can't control himself. (laughs) They have a special urinal section, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Dana out of Charleston, South Carolina. Dana, hello. Hey, what's going on, guys? Good, y'all. Hey, Bob, Dana. Bob Saget. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. Too bad I ain't got that country accent. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah not at all. Get her done, baby. Get her done. Hey, I just want to give that talk to y'all, and I just want to tell about Bob. I remember growing up watching him. He was a wholesome, now you're all, all American up, guy on, on Full House, yeah. and, you know, he really turned out good when I watched him in Dumb and Dumber. I felt like that's... All right, good talking to you, Dana, and the news of the obvious. You know, he's a real good feather there on that dear Full House. He's a good and, man. And, and, uh, I, I, I done grow well, up watching him. nice. She, she just... Um, she, was that her family in the background? Yes, uh, it was. No, that was. Yeah, but I just... I have... The one thing about me, Bob, is I don't have a tolerance for just, you know, stupid people telling us the news of the obvious, you know I mean? Like naming the, the things that you saw me in? Well, like, you know, Bill, for instance. Bill from Clearwater had an interesting point. Hey, Hey, I was on the pilot episode. Hey, that's cool. Then right. a couple bitches fret Novia. I can get well, through maybe that. Maybe she was going to get to a point. But 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 no, nah, I just don't have time <laughs> he for has that. No patience. He's got yeah. ADD. No really patience. Yeah, I so, understand. Uh, I was I was in the movie Dumb and Dumb Dumber, yeah, one, right? where I ended up doing the poo scene, where this kid smeared chocolate all over my walls by mistake, and I thought it was poo, and then I yelled at him, and they said they they banked in my house. And they're screaming. And then at the end of the credits, I, like, tasted the wall. I said, it tastes like poo. It is poo. <laughs> you know, one of those dumb jokes. I like the roll in half And you half probably made about $200,000 for the roll. Yeah. Half-baked uh, as a cokehead, though. Yeah, half-baked was where I, I used to say I blank uh, for coke. Yes, that was um, a great roll. It's uh, a beautiful John, thing. John from Bradington, on with John, uh, on with Bob Saga. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, good morning, Bob. Uh, good morning. I've got a buddy in uh, Denver, and... I was told that I saw pictures of the bud, the marijuana strain that was named after you, the Bob Saget that won the Cannabis Cup this year. Did you know that, Bob? No. <laughs> yeah. Supposedly, according to this guy's testimony, that in Denver they had a Cannabis Cup, and the strain that won is called the Bob Saget. That, that means I'm, story. that would make me pure, pure res- residue. Pure uh, residue yeah. and hot and cool, and because and, now you have strains named after you. Wow. I mean, yep. Yeah. I'm named after bong water. See, you need to bring that up at Bonnaroo and all those hipster festivals. Well, they know because I've got some. I'm such. I'm thought of as a guy that does drugs, which is really weird. You don't, I, you don't, don't get high. You don't get high. Uh, no, I used to when I was in my early twenties. It doesn't agree with me. I can't. I'm too busy. I can't get stuff done. I get it mellow. I can do it once in a while, but I lose too much time on it. I was with my friend Jeff Ross, and we were coming back from Vegas, and I got some. Uh, 
chocolate medicinals. Yeah, I was getting ready to say in in, in California, you and, don't even have to, you don't even have to be the dirty birdie and like you know put a, you know spark up a big. You can ingest it through. Almost this. anyway, missed the flight. I just sat in front of <laughs> you I know just, just putting quarters in the slot machine. I just sat there. He took pictures of me, and I was like, "Where are we where are we going?" You know, just sad. <laughs> So I, I'm not a good person. I'm not. Let's get the Bob high. I'm not. A, I'm not, not a dog. To I gotta think though. You high because I mean you're real dry and brilliant. I gotta think because you know Manson. How when we get high, how much more cynical we become. I gotta think that Bob could would be just the the, the life of the party. High as a Billy Goat. Yeah. I, I really for do. a party. I guess it, it could be fun. But but if I get paranoid or exhausted, <laughs> then that's no good. Now, then, but, now Bob, Bob, how dirty is? You know, I've seen your I've seen your HBO stuff. Uh, how, uh, the the how, new Showtime special is cleaner. It has less of the f bombs in it. Right. Well, the last one, John um, Don, Don Rickles grabbed me and he went, "I really love your special. It uh, you left out two f's. You know, I'm trying to clean it up for you. Right. Right. And I I was then he slapped me in the face, <laughs> and then we made out. How but, about? Uh, <laughs> How about uh, tonight's show or tomorrow night's two shows at the Improv? What can people expect there? Like, what is that like a hybrid between? It's it's cleaner than South Park or um, Why? A Family Why Guy would you episode. Want to be? Why would you want to? Because be? those are really filthy. I mean, they talk <laughs> about you know miscarriages and abortions, and I don't do that kind of stuff. I I don't do religion. I don't do politics. I talk about my wiener where it's safe. You know, right? Yeah, that's. I know. By the way, your big wiener for those scoring at home. It's actually uh, there's a song in the show that's called "The Biggest Wiener." It's my, one of my new uh, pieces. I'm very excited. Would about you it. want to play it on stage today? Uh, no, not no. You don't. But I mean, because it doesn't work. It doesn't translate. Do you, you know what I mean? It's not like it's is a, it a visual thing. Do you uh, take like do you bring no, out a dildo is. and strap it what, on? What do you have a guitar? You need to hear music. Is that what? It's the second <laughs> oh, time you've I mean, approached me. Oh, Bob, I do have a badass <laughs> stage, and you're a very talented man, and you now have incorporated music into all facets well, of I your. I wouldn't stuff. go all the way up there. I would bring a guitar to wherever I am. Sure. I sure. mean, if, you, if somebody wants to bring in an acoustic, uh, you know, if you'd like to, I, I don't know if you've ever. <laughs> if it's right there, I would just play it here at the mic. Right. It's, it's kind of offensive. It's it's in the special he I don't, likes offensive. Now, have you yeah. ever played in all your radio uh dealings have you ever done an acoustic set i have done an acoustic set many times uh but mostly for their festival shows for like kevin and bean the big ones in yep. in, um, in la, LA. yeah yep. i did a thing for them and then we had to get youtube to get it off what i don't what i'm scared of is it being duplicated because people can record well, it. then how about i just make sure that nobody uh my cameras are all out of here and this is completely just uh uh, us guys, just if, uh, if, I can, you, if you can do that, I mean, I'll just do a couple bars of it. Yeah, it's, so Woodsman uh, and whoever's doing the camera get the hell out of here. I don't yeah, but, but I worry about your listeners playing it, which they could record it. That's the only well, problem. What we could do though is we could we could. But what I could do is I could I could watermark it, uh, Bob, with some fart sound King, effects. King, the, light, <laughs> the lights can be off. Did the lights? Yeah, have yeah, to yeah be we don't like no, those no. ugly lights, man. I don't know why those lights are on. That got weird. Well, how about just now, Bob? Now hold on, hold on before you go. How about I watermark it and interrupt it occasionally? <laughs> With like uh, some type of like sound uh, effect, you know, like a sound effect, so that nobody could, you know, record could, it, like something like. Well, this. you can do that over a word. Well, hold on now. I'm trying to find. The, I want you to help me out here. Um, wow. That's Dennis Rodman. Wow. Um, I'm trying to say here. Mexicans. Um, <laughs> it's George Bush. Uh, Get up, Tara. Uh, I'm saying here. It puts the ocean on its skin. I never play, but you you did you persisted. I want to make you right, happy. Bob. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a couple little goofy sound effects over so that the people aren't pirating it. 
and they don't make a lot of money off your art on my show. Right. It won't distort the song. At that point, I'm getting ripped off. My show's getting ripped off, and your talent's getting ripped off. I'm on Jimmy Kimmel on Monday. I think they're going to play a clip from this anyway on the air, but it might might be used as a bumper. You know what that is. Right, yeah, bump bump in on your deal. Here we go. Exactly. It's it's a love song. Do you know how much hotter you just got playing the guitar, too? Hold on, guys. Give, Give me a wireless. And kind of put down towards the guitar, maybe towards his penis. Well, I'll make it loud enough. I'll, I'll do really good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna. Bob, it's like you're a little kid. I'll do real good. I, I promise. promise. <laughs> Dad, I, I, I I'll do be, good. I'll be good for you. Don't hit me, Engine Joe. Don't hit me. <laughs> Dad, Daddy, okay. Bob will do that. Here we go. And I'll take a cue to get out of this on time. No, I'm you do whatever. Hey, listen, thing. man. We, we uh, I cleared up a there bunch of commercial time for you. It's, it's on you. I was gonna play this a couple years ago on Leno, and then they read the lyrics and said, "Wait a minute, you can't play this." Well, so, Leno's. I, I'm gonna get this. Is that offensive. One. I like that. Okay. Bob Sagalese. It's not about the way she looked or who she is inside. When I got inside of her, it felt like something died. I wish we could have shared a bed, but her life was not her own. That's what happens when you date a girl from Driftwood Nursing Home. <laughs> it just keeps going. I like it. I like it. My like voice it. is all demented like right now. I had it's no, actually I had not. No. It's actually pretty. So can, do people see it? Do you do a certain amount of it that goes, on your stand-up, Bob? Uh, well, that's a full song. You know, it's you know. Well, yeah, parodies are always. You know, minute or two. You know, yeah. Parody. These are three minutes. This is not parody because parody is someone else's song. So these are original, original songs. So these are a song that could be nominated for a song. Original, no one nominates <laughs> original shorts, if you will. I should have known every hair in her head. Can't hit the notes. <laughs> I should have known every hair in her head was gray. I should have known she couldn't remember yesterday. It was soup day <laughs> in a glass half full. Nothing good can last Does it help that her teeth Were sitting in that glass I told her baby please don't leave She just smiled and passed gas She took a four day nap She sneezed and broke her back We kissed she took a crap Her boobs are leaking sap God. I know it's wrong. I love it. There's, I love just, it. there's just too big a gap, and it's in her lap. So it's over. It's really over. Stick a fork in her, it's over. Whoa. So I can't date the girl from Driftwood Nursing Home. <laughs> Two shows at the Improv, two shows tonight and tomorrow. I should say four shows. Bob, I'm going to go buy an auto-tune right now and get some voice lessons <laughs> from a young choir boy. We have one. Bob, let me, uh, Bob, let me ask you a question. Any uh, any internet uh, domain that you just, you know, bobsaget.com. Bobsaget.com. I got the, I'm big on the Twitter. I really love my Twitter people. I got like a million, eight hundred thousand people that I. Now, have you started marketing your Twitter now where people will come to you and give you a lot of money to, you know. <laughs> no, they haven't done that. They tried to use me as a billboard of sorts, but I just promote things I care about, like my benefit coming up. I know, but when you got a million plus people, Bob, that's a lot of power. I mean, you got to think that's a lot of people that are following yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to get them to take care of people that aren't nice to me. Like, you know, Louis, uh. like, uh, like uh, Louis C.K. 
I mean, everything he does is social, and I mean, he's got it down. He really knows what he's doing. Oh, he's and so my good. friend Chris Hardwick is a good guy. He's got the every part of the cow must go. He's learned that uh, you know you, he's with BBC, he's with Jim Henson, he's got Lauren Michaels' company. And it's a podcast, it's a movie, it's a pusher, it's a dealer, it's a feeler. It's uh, I'm doing Steve Le- Steve uh, uh, Steve Miller. Oh yeah, yeah. the Joker, pusher, right? She's a de- yeah. Some people call her a space cowboy. What? Some people call her a gangster of love. Some people call me Maurice. <laughs> That's where the That's thing's supposed it. to be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Bob, let me ask you a question. In the late in the in the world of LA, and you know, we're kind of very far removed from that. But this whole late night TV yeah. uh, drama fest, you know, you're out. What, what's your opinion on the deal? I, I like Fallon. I like Fallon a lot. I think he'll be an upgrade from from Jay. I think they want something younger, and as that just is the nature of it. And I was around. I was on Johnny Carson's show a lot mm-hmm. when he left, and. He didn't really want to leave. It, that time, that was a lot about ownership, you right. know. And uh, but it was time for him to go because people, you know, people passed the baton. So what does that put our boy uh, Jimmy Kimmel? I mean, Jimmy's right in the mix, though. I mean, I we, love Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, he, in fact, out of all that whole that whole arena, he's my favorite by far. Well, I'm friends with all, uh, all of them actually. Craig Ferguson's I'm, I'm really close with, um, right? And uh, we sleep together by the beach, and right? In tents, and we cry and tell stories that scare each other. Shave each other's back. Absolutely. I let him pull mine out. I don't have that many. And just yanks them. Gives me something to do. Kind of the pleasure-pain kind of gimmick, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a gimmick, but it works. Uh, Bobby. I was on... I had had to read Fifty Shades of Grey, by the way, because I was... uh, I was on a plane because I was going to co-host the So you view. read that, huh? Well, Did you most, really read it? Well, I skimmed it because I was E.L. Uh, e. James. I had to interview her on The View. So I'm on the plane and I see Ed Asner. Remember Ed Asner? Oh, yeah. So Ed Asner is like, what the hell are you reading that crap for? And I'm like, well, you know, I have to read it. No, don't read that crap. I said, well, I'm just skimming. Ed's always real positive on things. Yeah, right? <laughs> he, I, I, was directing, <laughs> I was directing him in a TV movie once and then Robert Wagner was standing there and I said, Ed, uh, Hit me as hard as you can in the mouth, and he said, "Okay," and he did. He really did. And he did, and he chipped the tooth. And I was like, well, "Why did I ask him?" Bonnie is on the air. Bonnie, you're on the air with Bob Saget. Bob Saget, two shows at the Improv tonight and tomorrow. Man, really go try to check this guy out. He's really awesome. I love Bob. Uh, Bonnie, go ahead. Hi, Bob. I just wanted to say hi. I used to have a huge crush on you. Oh, thank you. I'll bring prenups to the show. He's a, and Bonnie, he's, a, he's single and a very available. And he's looking, gotten better looking with age, but uh, Bonnie. Thank That's you. a true story. Unfortunately, I'm married. I haven't seen a lot of his new stuff recently. I don't watch a lot of TV, but well, I do you know what type if, of woman he, he, he goes after. What'd you, what was your question, Bonnie? What kind of women does he does he like? I don't go after any. Actually, the last person is my last person. I'm still uh, uh, in that mode. So, um, are you still are you a little are you still a little broke up over that deal? You look like um, a little hurt over. No, the I'm just, well. But six thirty in the morning started me up right. to make me that'll make anybody look tired. Oh right. yeah. No, we're both knowing what's best for us, and she's a great person. So that's not, it's not a, nothing negative about what came out of this. It's just uh, not happening right now, and I'm gonna hook up with Bonnie. <laughs> Oh, Bonnie said she was married. Well, so? she, said, she said she was married. Well, it'll turn one day, maybe yeah. by Saturday. Give tonight a chance. Let's uh, <laughs> let's talk about uh, the May 10th deal real fast. Um, it's the new comedy special. It premieres Friday, May 10th, 10 o'clock. It's on Showtime. And right. I think it's called Bob Saget. That's what I'm talking about. Get into that a little bit if you could, Bob. Yeah, it's it's a, a lot of what I'm doing now uh, is the roots of what that was. I couldn't do anything from, obviously, any special you ever saw me do. And right. The first half hour, the audience got kind of involved. There's a guy named J-Bone in the audience who ends up uh, going to the bathroom because he believes he does have a diarrhea problem. 
<laughs> and I call him out on it. So it became this live part of a special, which is frightening that he got so much energy. <laughs> and then I do five new songs. One of them is called The Biggest Wiener. Very proud of that. Right. And I do the song that I tried to do here. Please erase the tape after we're done. No, The Biggest Wiener. You don't is play I... these back, do you, these shows? Uh, sometimes. But, I mean, I, I thought it was brilliant. Is The Biggest Wiener about your wiener or about wishful thinking or uh, about another no, man's No, wiener? it's even bigger than that. It's a, it's a like Pecos Bill or Gulliver. It, it really deals with the folklore. It, it re- it's wiener. something I want them to play in schools for years to come. <laughs> the big wiener deal. The big wiener deal. And I sing another sing-along, which is, um, I can't repeat the title of it, but it's an item that uh, can go into a person's body made of leather. I don't know how to say it. So Strap on Willie? Kind of, but not. It's, But I won't. But right. <laughs> And then, uh, Boy, Bob, you're kind of dark side to you, my friend. Well, it makes you want to hear my stuff, yeah, and it's it all does. done. It's all done with. The, I did this roast for Jack Black in New York, and Jerry Lewis was there, and he grabs me and he goes, "You know what it is great about you? It's in your heart. It's in your heart. What you're doing." I thought he was going to sing, "Walk on," you know. Okay, speaking of the roast, when you were roasted, it was a great roast, yeah, by the way. I love know. the Comedy Central one. Uh, your best friend was the Stamos. roastmaster, John, Stamos. John I mean, Stamos. how is it like? You know the and whole. He knows, roast and when he's your best friend, he knows everything about you. Because you've been a part of a roast, right? What on yeah. Stern when you were? Uh-huh. I roasted uh, uh, Artie. I roasted uh, and I roasted uh, Ronnie the limo driver. Yeah. So how was it? I mean, is it uncomfortable or is it all pretty? It, at first, pretty? it was uncomfortable, and I was leaning forward in my chair. And one of the uh, assistant directors, who I know from years ago from the video show, he said, "They say Joel's saying you're leaning out too forward, like you're not having fun. Look like you're having fun." And he yells it to the whole audience. Right, oh, great. great. But the truth of it is, Greg Giraldo, may he rest in peace, yeah, was sad. Was uh, the one that I was most scared of. And I knew a couple. I talked to him about a couple jokes because I didn't want him to make a couple jokes. And he said, "Hey." Those jokes, you know, they're my favorite jokes, so I'm going to make them. I said, oh, wow. And I said, well, I believe in freedom of speech over our guest friendship, so I will. <laughs> so you, gave, you told him to do I it. I told him to do it, and as a result, I didn't talk to people for a little bit, and then really? they forgot about it. But uh, it's just, it's a mean-spirited thing, but that's the point of it. So Did you see the Charlie Sheen uh, deal? I watched that. That was kind of funny. I just, you know, it's a, it's a different form of life. I mean, I like to think that I'm... I'm not comparing his life to my life, but I, I try to leave pretty uh, up with people. Do you know Charlie? Yeah. Do you know Charlie? Yeah, just, yeah, just socially, and he's been nothing but ever nice to me, actually. So I, I don't want to talk negative about How about anything. Lisa Lampanelli? You ever had her on a roast? Because uh, that, bitch, no. that bitch brings it. <clears throat> no, she does, and I think she's very good That's one of Bubba's good friends. Yeah, I love her, and she, but she, boy, she brings it. Oh, she brings it. Yeah, she she really likes to attack. She's great. I don't know if I'd want to be in bed with her, but... Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not saying, uh, by the way, our good friend, mutual friend, Artie Lang, I'm... I'm would have never wished what happened to him happened to him, but it might have been a little bit of a curveball because had Artie been at your roast, Bob, whew, Artie's been known to bring it as well. Artie might have brought it as well. Well, I directed him in Dirty Work, so Norm McDonald also was very much paying homage to me. So they, it's hard for them to... Tra- he, he, there was a trashing of, that he did that was very funny. Um, actually, Jeff Ross said the good news about Artie Lang being here today. The good news is Bob Saget's daughters are here. The bad news is they're here with Artie. Oh. Because <laughs> you got three daughters, don't you? Yeah. Don't you have three daughters? I have three. Two of them were there. And then Artie said something about uh, my kids as well. I was like, don't think I need to repeat. But he was really wonderful. He said, your movie's being directed by Bob Saget. And he said, that's great. You know, that's like finding out that your eye surgeon, you know, works at LensCrafters or something. <laughs> something in that vein. You know, I don't the, know. Cool the quotes thing, traveled. The, the cool thing about that movie, Dirty Work, is it's really kind of become like a cult classic. Yeah. For 15-year-old boys yeah. especially. Yeah. It really is. Like, it's, it's gained so much momentum. Like, so many younger people... 
are really into it. And I think Artie back on Stern really kind of brought that back. Uh, I think you're right. Uh, Bob Saget in the studio for a little bit longer. A mutual friend of ours, Bob, uh, is going through a tough time right now. He's um, I have an internet presence, a presence as well called RadioIO.com. And Sam has a show on Fridays for a couple hours. Uh, Sam Simon, uh, mutual friend through obviously John Stamos and things like that. But, right. Uh, Sam's got uh, some kind of horrific cancer. And, you know, he makes more money than any of us times a thousand and uh, he's got that Simpsons, you know, lifetime money. And uh, he's just so damn hard-headed about getting help. But we're trying to... We're working on it. We're, we're, we're chipping away at having well, him... some great doctors in L.A. Can he go to them? Oh, he's yeah, had he's a been all those. Experience. He's been misdiagnosed. He's had... They took his... Um, they took his... Uh, what did they take out, Terry? They, per- they perforated his, his colon. colon. Yeah. And During the exploratory process, yeah. they perforated oh, his colon. He had all he's these got unnecessary surgeries. Um, he could have gone on that carnival cruise. Yeah, and, and probably done he better. Probably just jumping off shore and swimming home, he would have been in better. <laughs> and salt water right. would have cleared out but those. But if you got a chance to reach out to him, uh, you know... Uh, Definitely I, I know do. that. I think John's really close with him as well. Um, I didn't know. I, I did not know that. And I'm happy to hear yeah. that. You I'm not happy recently. to hear it. I'm happy to hear it because I can What a contact. great guy. Yeah. You, ever been, you ever been to Sam's house at the. It's quite the, beautiful. You've been there, huh? Pieces of art everywhere. Oh, I know. Oh, you yeah, know, I made tell him your story about uh, Sam's art. Sam, you know, I'm just a, a mm-hmm. dumbass hillbilly from Warsaw, Indiana, and I don't appreciate that kind of sort of thing. And so upstairs, there's this one piece of art, if you know what I'm talking about, and it looks like it's painted like kind of like in circles, and it's of dogs and things. Right. And I guess you're not supposed to touch that you're thing. You're so stupid. So Sam's giving me a little tour, and he's like, eh, here, you know, Sam's real dry, and I go, oh my God, this is painted in circles, and I touch it, and he goes, uh, Bubba, you're really not supposed to touch people's art. That's you know? a Picasso. That's an original, Bubba. And I, he's like, uh, I don't know what it was, but it was something that was worth a lot of money. And, I, and, and Sam wasn't mad at me. I just think I showed my ignorance. And, Could and you then, imagine going to like the Louvre and going, oh, let me touch the Mona Lisa. I'm like, you're getting nine guys on you. Yeah. Now, right? right. Yeah. But anyway, is that house beautiful? Though? You know, it's still, Very did, you know, did you know it's the largest home in the world that's all green? I did not know that. Yeah. I heard that also. He says it's not <laughs> worth it because it's financially uh, no, expensive to do it. Yeah, because he's always having breakdowns of all this new technology because everything that you get in that world is all new. It's not been right. tried out. And uh, so anyway, I, yeah, if you get a chance to reach out to him. Uh, I will. Uh, I'll do, send him uh, an email when do, I uh, get back to where my email is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Bob, man, I want I want a complete hour with you and I could go. I love you, man. I, I actually, I, and really, I didn't know that was an hour. I enjoyed talking to you. I feel like I'm, I mean, you know, we know a lot of the same people, so that's yep. kind of interesting. And I also like being able to be interviewed by someone that I can't see. In right. Any way. <laughs> It makes you feel a little more comfortable now, does it not? It does. It makes me feel like I that Darth Vader wanted me <laughs> just to share with me. And so, um, can you come to any of the shows? Like late show tonight, yeah. I don't think it's sold out yet. It's oh, I've been pimping the shows all day, but go ahead, give me all, give it to me all. So you still have the late one available tonight? Yeah, there's. A, I think there's. I think I don't know what time the shows are. I mean, you might know better. Than I think me. it's eight and ten thirty. And then uh, tomorrow's seven thirty and ten. Yeah, Saturday's a little earlier. I think Friday's right. a late show. And because people are getting home. They're nice shows. They got two guys that are opening for me that are really great. And if it's I knew, a great venue, isn't it? I think it? I know their names. I think I have it written down. It's a beautiful venue. It was a really old theater, which makes it incredibly unusual. How did last night's show go? Did Just you like great. it? Yeah, I don't dislike any show I do anymore. I there heard great one... things about last night's show, by the way. Oh, thanks. Talk to a it was really sp- It was a special show, actually. Yeah. It, I, there were some people there that were funny. I had a nice... It's Every time I hit the stage, I'm doing it because I want to do it. Right. And so it's not like, you know... It, it's not a financial thing. It's not anything. Right. It's it just was. Bob Swain say he's got more money than anybody you can think about. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not true. Bob's but. like the guy in season two of Breaking Bad when he's like walking around with a half a million dollars in a duffel bag. Oh, Gus? Well, no, Walter. Oh, Walter. You know, I remember when Walter was moving out and he told uh, 
Hank that there's a half a million dollars in that duffel bag. And oh, Hank, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, what, that's, how, that's how Bob rolls around. Yeah, he does, everywhere. With half a million large just in a ski, like in a hockey hockey gear bag. I always do. do that. I'm wearing like James Bond type clothes. <laughs> I'm wearing like a skin you know, a skin suit, basically. Yeah, like now, Under Armour. Now, Bob, growing up in Philadelphia, you know, back in 1990, I worked in Philadelphia wow. at Q102. Um, lived off of uh, City Line Avenue wow. in Battle Kenwood. But, you know, Philadelphia, a great city. Did were you at, Did you play hockey or did you basketball or did you play any sports growing up? No, I didn't. I was at Temple University. I was a film student. And uh, before that, I was worked in a deli clerk. So I was a geek on a geek on a geek cubed. So you were smart is what you're saying. I'm saying I was Weren't fat. you going to be a doctor? Were you fat, Bob? I, was, I think so. I had a, I had, well, had here's a joke. I had a, I had a appendix came out. You guys know everything. I had a 38 <laughs> waist, but it was really a 32. I'd been getting my penis caught in my belt was the joke. <laughs> really? Yeah, because the girth was so huge. Are you girthy or long, Bob? I'm girthy. I'm, I'm, like, uh, a, I'm like a can of Hormel ham. Right. Um, <laughs> girthy so and call you ham. like six and a half, but girthy. Yeah, well, you just, you just take wide. the top off and then you get cut by it. And then you don't want to come back. Thick and wide, if you would. Uh, yep, that's the name of my brand. Now, when did you you call yourself overweight? Was it the appendix deal that you started yeah, losing I just, weight? Yeah, I lost weight after that. So Bubba I was had a, kind of a similar thing. Because In San Antonio. Didn't you, Both of you guys had your appendix burst, yeah, right? Yeah. Yours burst, too. Yeah, I did when I was in uh, San Antonio Weren't back you in 1991. Yeah, no, I was coming home from a gig, and all of a sudden I thought I had to poop. <clears throat> and uh, so I went to, back to my apartment, and uh, I couldn't poop. And then all of a sudden I started getting real lightheaded and I had a roommate at the time and I just literally fell over. And, uh, and then and he had his way with you? He, he, I woke times. up with a, with some, a slick butt <clears throat> but in, in, in the hospital. Right. Uh, but they said that, yeah, it, it burst as well. They tried to pull your appendix out Unfortunately, Bob, I wish I would have taken a little bit more of your, your, your deal and I would have lost weight from that ordeal. But well, I, I ended I gained, up I gained weight. seven hours on July 4th. They wouldn't take it out because the doctor wasn't there yet. So I... Started to rupture and get get gangrene, which is always good. Oh, and then they finally took it out and they had to give me a private room because I was infectious. Now, Bob, when was this? Like it circa what? Nineteen circa de Soleil. It was 19, <laughs> circa Soleil. It was before you that. You did it from a high wire. I did. I, I bent backwards and my appendix shot out of my uh, my uterus <laughs> with, with Asian women that caught it. Yeah, in her in her teeth, like like a frisbee, like a dog in a frisbee's mouth. Then she ran it down to the cafeteria. This was like this was they, like they walked it up. This was like ninety as well, was it not? It was something like that. We yeah, might have had it like in a simultaneous. No, earlier. This was 80. Oh, this is 80. Yeah, this is 80. I'm older. Yeah, you're way older than me. I'm 100 million years older. Because I can't see you having a weight problem. Yeah. Well, I don't have one now. And I now it's just, uh, I'll drink occasionally. And that's about it. What is your drink of choice? Um, I like a martini just because I, I want to be James Bond. I'm assuming like, extra dry. I, I do. It's a Jewish James Bond. The order goes like this. I'd like a... Uh, Grey Goose Martini, straight up, really cold. Uh, no vermouth because you don't put vermouth in a martini. And uh, you shake it as cold as you can. Glacier cold, please. I like it a tiny bit dirty. Do you have blue cheese olives? Okay, just regular olives. That like, guy's exhausted by the time you're done <laughs> with his order. Guy. It's a Jewish James Bond. It never I mean, that ends. guy's just trying to sling as many drinks as he James can in an hour, and Bond, you're like really messing up his per capita. James Bond would say, just shaking out stirred. I'm going, and if you have the cocktail onions, if they're not too oversoaked, that would be great. <laughs> Um, and then does it ever um, stop? <laughs> uh, shake it at the table if you can. Shake it like a Polaroid picture. Uh, come on, shake it. Shake it. And Tara, what's that thing that girls do with their butts? Uh, twerking. It twer <laughs> twerk it. Are you yeah. familiar with Bob? This? Are you familiar with twerking? No, but it can. Oh, it, it's, it's, Tara, it's, pull up a twerker for Bob if you would. No, I, oh, I, don't make her do it, yeah, Bob. It's, I didn't sorry, even know Bob. about this, but it's. It's just phenomenal. Is it a tightening of the butt? No, it's they more. They make it clap. It's like know, a butt clap. clapping, but it's called twerking, and you can go to. 
it's this whole underworld of, I guess, you know, uh, and it tends but to work. itself is a whole underworld. True. And it, it tends it's to an work. an underworld for a whole. Better with. I don't know if I cleared that up the first time I mentioned ethnic it. Ethnic people. And got no response. But white yeah. girls cannot twerk. Yeah, you might you might get uh, I don't know uh, <coughs> I don't know if this is your thing. White girls don't twerk. No. Yeah, it's kind of like. Is it a shaking of the buttocks? It's they make it clap. Yeah. They like get it rolling. It's almost like this separate their ass. entity. They're rolling their ass, Bob. Well, that's okay. I mean, anything that's sexual is kind of cool. So it's it's like a a primal dance in a way, if you will. Yeah, <coughs> it's very very like primal. almost a mating call, if you will. You know. Hang on, she's oh, well, taking this a while. Is, this Here is we go. Dancing. See this. This yeah, is called hot. twerking. That's twerking right now. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, that's like, that's all ass. I mean, that's a donkey booty. Bob, I'm just trying trying to hip you up a little bit, Bob. So instead of shaking it like a Polaroid picture, which was like Andre (laughs) 5,000 10 years ago, (laughs) you might want to say twerk it. (laughs) Twerk it. Twerk it like the dirty bitch you are or something like that. Yeah, that's going to last at least six years. So I've gotten some time out of this. Yeah, you have. So I at least want to go down uh, from now on as, you know, Bubba the Love Sponge, the guy who's Wizard of Oz-like and turned you on to twerking, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like I, to get that credit if I could. I was on stage last night, and I said that Sharded does not get you any points on Words with Friends, which is true. And, uh, Sharded? <laughs> does it get you any points? It and uh, I believe neither does Queefing. I don't think it gives you any points on Words That's with Friends. That's nonsense. Those, those are, are very popular those are both, words. Those are both, both double zeros huh, on, on Words with Friends. It doesn't even let you use them. I mean, I, and I, I'm hit or miss, but twerking, I, I think it is a term. I've heard, I'm going to twerk, or when you tweak is... A tweak yeah. is a word I've heard, but maybe twerk is only it, a new thing. It might still be built in. You never know. Well, twerk has work in it, which is kind of cool. Yeah. It has the R. I mean, there's no W. You could get a lot of uh, steam out of that word. You know, you got you an get R a lot of steam the K. Out of that butt. Yeah. Uh, Bob Saget. Bob, thank you so much. Thank for, you for having for, me. This no, was thank you. Uh, surprisingly uh, overjoyed. I'm happy. When you knew you were going to be on the Bob of the Love Sponge show, you're like, oh, great. No, I remembered <laughs> it. I remember talking to you. I just didn't know that I would feel like this. I think we're one of the very own shows. Uh, when I got fired in 04 for well, the largest FCC fine in the history of the mayor of a world, the world, and then we were out for a couple of years and we started working for Howard. I had, you know, Howard said, I said, Howard, I can't do, I can't bring my whole crew to New York. And he's like, well, you better build you something down there. So I built me a little place. Uh, and then a year and a half ago, uh, we built, we, we, we moved into this big place. And so I think we're one of the, I mean, you do a lot of radio. I think we're one of the very few people that have their own standalone place, kind of, I think. No, it's like a studio. I mean, this is a huge thing. So, so uh, more importantly. And it has the look of hell to it, which it I does. like also. It, it is the, like the evil palace, like yeah, you said. It's got I mean, a lot of we even, Bob, we even have welcoming screens. You see that? Yeah, I, see, I do see that. That's, that's a good picture, That's a good too. picture, I think Bob. I use that one in my spank bank. Look at I think that, that one is. Oh. You even got a little, little almost look a little chest cheese showing there, Bob. Look at that. Bob, that is a hot picture. Oh, look at this chair. They kind of look at they kind of make it get bigger and bigger. See, Bob's taking that home. Bob's coming to get me now. He's getting bigger and bigger. Someone's whacking as they and keep adding. And he just looks so sweet 10%. and kind, but then that sexy—he's kind of no. Got, he is sweet and kind, but great down, he's a dirty birdie, and you yeah, know that's, he is. that's what I. You know, I like him dirty. He's so. a dirty birdie. I'm well groomed, though. I try to keep up. Yeah, How do you keep your pubes, Bob? My <laughs> extremities. I do a little quick uh, work See, on them. I'm, I'm, I'm completely shaved. I'm com- my. I keep mine. Completely well, I don't like shaved. to be completely because then it sticks to itself. It's like the gym teacher in uh, I forgot what movie it was. I think it was the Wayne's Brothers did a movie where the gym teachers. Uh, oh yeah, where it's the, yeah, yeah, I don't want that to happen. Now, my so sister's I'm, bald. Tara's bald. And that would be me. Believe it or yeah. not, I'm actually biologically his sister. Can yeah. you believe that? How hosed am I? 
That's so cool. Your jaw literally just (laughs) dropped. No, but it's good. I actually think it's wonderful. We didn't start out like this. She just recently jumped on this bandwagon a year ago when (laughs) I finally let her. Yeah, I begged and pleaded. I've actually been in this industry 30 years, had to put in some hard time, and this bitch comes running into the uh, Yeah, I just came right on in, Bob. Well, you you did, Tara. The family's appreciative, am I right? Well, nobody's really appreciative. When when you make the most money in the family, then of course you're the biggest dick and you're the most selfish. You know how it goes, Bob. That's true. Yeah, you are. You pretty much are. Yeah, my mother's nice to me because she knows where she's got to get her. What does she think of your stand up? Does she get offended or is she cool? She's our cool. mom's really cool. Like she gets it, she understands it. We yeah. have her on the show. Our mom we talks talk about, about shaving her. Pubes. Her mom talk. Our mom talks about her gray pubes and all that kind of. Thing. Yeah, I did a show the other night about my mom and about who. Actually, it was a Jack Black roast. It was bad stuff. I said that during my dad's shiva because my dad passed away. And shiva, for those who don't know, means delicatessen after someone dies. Pretty much, it's a ceremony after you pass on. And uh, I said that Jeffrey Ross was feeding my mother Kishka, and then I said that, that Kishka is the definition of his testicles. <laughs> so and Jeff Ross basically was Basically, I said that, yeah. And so I didn't tell her that I said that. Could that, she have no, laughed? She would have, but she would have been hard to understand because she had Jeff's Kishkas in her mouth. <laughs> oh, that's but, true. That's hard to oh. juggle. And rather than his tongue, though, I'd rather yeah. have that because I know where his mouth's been. But. Yeah, his his t- uh, testicles are probably cleaner. I would think sad. so, but yeah. that's... <laughs> You'd never just, leave the house, this Bob. Room, you go from game to worse. <laughs> Bob Saget, improv, t- two shows tonight. The Still some tickets available for the late show. Don't know what the ticket availability is for Saturday. Uh, but you can go to Improv. Is it Improv Tampa or Improv.com? It'll both. T- it'll take you there both. Okay, go there and buy. It's a nice little. Bit. God, it's, it's a nice, really a nice place. It's very a nice. Hundred year old theater. It mm-hmm. goes up, and some people get high up seats, and there's no one there but them. It's like Rome. You yeah, can get it's high. Crazy. You can get like laid. Yes or no. You can go uh, sideways. Two can, tomorrow, two tonight. Bob. You can Bob, butterfly it. You can saute it. BobSaget.com. Bob, thank you. You know, more importantly, thank you for coming in rather than the phone call because we were able to get so much more out of you, including your acoustic set. Yeah, that was amazing. I, I'm sorry about it wasn't that great. It's just, well, I, I thought it was brilliant. It was awesome. Well, you're very kind. And you also got some drainage and leakage. I'll be in this chair when I leave. Ooh, really? DNA? Yeah, just hearing these girls thought I was hot. Thinking I was a DILF made me happy. It's the truth. Just... Well, here's a guy here that thinks Tarek's got the... Uh, Jared out of Fort Myers, last call. I got to move on. I'm way late. Hi, Jared. Yeah, hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just think it's funny. Tara, it seemed like, had always been kind of pretty introverted type of person. And I think this show is for a little raunchy, man. I've never well, listen, my sister's talking. a loose whore. She married an Egyptian, and she throws it out there. And quite frankly, I think that she's got the hots for Bob. I'm just going to pretty much say it. I'm I mean, just appreciating his talent. What's wrong right, with that? Right. If a no, man does that, then it's a different story. But if a woman does that, then she's a whore. Why is that, Jared? You just, you just nailed it, Tara. I don't think there's any further explanation needed. Thank you, Jared. Appreciate your call. Yeah, thanks, Jared. Well, yeah. I mean, he's on to something to there. Hell. You're just really throwing it out there like a whore that you are. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know your husband's Egyptian. That frightens yeah. me. Yeah, it stay frightens me, too. Before Tonight, you go to bed, is he talk about the boundaries in the house? Tonight, he when you hear... like, tr- uh, straps explosives to his Tonight, body. when you hear... Ah! Nice. Run, Bob. So that's Run. It. Yeah, it. when he hugs you. Is it a little difficult with the whole plastique and all it, that? It gets. I, I don't really hug him a lot. And she says he's got a big penis, but we've asked her to bring pictures in. And there's, there's yeah, always, that's not you know, homo. But that's with the ticker. The the uh, well, there's got to the be detonator something. is attached to it. There's got to be yeah. something that she likes about him uh, that we don't know about, which is probably a penis because I haven't figured it out yet, quite frankly. When you he, tell him to set the clock in the morning, accidentally sometimes does he do the timer on the he, bomb? Uh, not accidentally, actually. I think he has a plan. Yeah. I think he really yeah, he's secretly an hates me and wants to blow me up. But you know. It's all good. We're newlyweds, and he's a lot younger than me, so you well, know. Sounds like he's got his marriage. Sounds like he's got his whole life ahead of him. He certainly. <laughs> After he gets rid of my sister, yes, he does. But he's taking himself with her, which doesn't sound good. Yeah, you never know. 
Bob, yep. man, thank you so very thank much. Thank you, guys. And uh, we got a little, we got a little Bubba swag care package for you as well. Some this of our Bubba really Army, worked out. Bubba Army yeah. merchandise, and thank, thank you for you. the song. And two shows tonight, and two tomorrow. Tampa Improv. Bob, thank you so much. Thank you, Bubba. Bob, I'm, second. I'll miss you guys. Thank you, Bubba. You are the best thing on the radio. Thank you. That is what you would call a ringing endorsement. I hate to put myself over, kid. But I'm gonna try more of the Bubba Radio Network after this.